Icky Johnson. Oh, going for the championship that ain't coming close. This might require taking notes, homie. Listen close. Serendipity when you know you the one who chose. We going past the end zone, crushing every goal. I feel it in my enzymes, in my chromosomes. If you ain't come outside to go hard, then go back home. I'm in my zone. If it ain't great, it's a better love alone. This for the world. Put what we speaking on on speakerphone. Yeah, Wills, let them know what we be on. Serendipity, man, tune in. What's going on, good people? Welcome to Serendipity. This is Inky Johnson here with my brother. What's happening, people? I'm Oak. Glad to be back in the mix. Um, we'll see what we got going on here today, Ink. Man, you know what's problem. How you feeling, man? Um, I, I feel great, bro. I really yeah. do. I feel great, and I feel feel like we we got a direction uh, in life. When I say we, you know, you, I. Yeah. But also, uh, just us as a culture. Yeah. I think we got a direction. For sure. You know, it's just a matter of putting it together and following through with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I got you. Just, just the thing that's, things that are going on in the world, things are going on in our personal lives, things are going on in our, you know, circle. So, I'm excited. No really. doubt. No doubt, bro. No doubt. You know how we get started, man. We start with the quote card from D Sugar Boo and Company. Hey, when I read this one, Oak, I was like, man, it's so true, but it's so simple, right? And it reads, people inspire you or they drain you. Pick them wisely. People inspire you or they drain you. Pick them wisely. Um, you know, as, as an educator... The thing that I don't think people really think about or understand is we have, educators have probably the only job where you have five to 600, if you're elementary school, 300, Mm -hmm. but uh, spirits, energies, perspectives, uh, personalities that you have to deal with every day and they're constantly changing. Yes, sir. So that's a, that's a very important quote to me. Um, so that there, I've been in situations ain't where at school, I would see people coming down the hall and I'm looking for the first classroom door window to jump out of <laughs> because I don't want to encounter that energy. Mm, yeah. And then I see someone else walking down the hall and I'm, I'm picking up my step just so I can embrace them. No doubt. So that their energy will, you know, feed me and inspire me and uh, lift me up, you know. So when you read the quote, and, you know, we talked about it earlier, you have to be very cognizant of the energy that you surround yourself with. Absolutely. You could find yourself, like, for real, you could find yourself being, being upset, being mad, being drained, being, like, very negative. Mm. And that's not really who you are, but it's the energy that you have partook in. Yeah. Just like this morning, we we here, we chopping it up, and this energy is great. Okay. So I'm like on one. Yeah. You know what of I'm saying? Course. I'm of on course. one because the energy is is just magnificent. Yeah, man. But then I can go in another space 
and I have to fight for the energy. Nah, right? you could ride to the corner <laughs> and the cat will flick you off and change your whole energy. energy. Right. Yeah. And, and that's what we're talking about, though. So the thing is, okay, I ride to the corner, cat, flick me off. Yeah. I'm not going to allow that BSery yeah. to supersede the wonderfulness, the wondrousness. Yeah. Of what we got going on here. You don't want to go get them no oat. Like when they, they pull up beside you and throw I'm you one of them you, big I'm boy ones like. I'm telling you. You ain't going to want to go get them? pull in front of me, man. And I just came from a ball game. Yeah. And 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 the kids played and, and just got, you know, they did their best. Whatever, win or loss. Yeah. I can just come from, you know, a party. Yeah. I can just come from just interacting with you. I'm not gonna disrespect you, bro. Yeah. By allowing this BSery <laughs> to move my energy, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I find that to be very disrespectful. <laughs> that's like that's 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 sort of like when you when you you know whatever your grandmama taught you. Right on. And then somebody come and do and and and, and act counter counterintuitive and counteract. What she's been teaching you, she's mm-hmm. been teaching you to be a good person. Be a good person. Be a good person. Somebody going to test it. And then somebody come test it. That's exactly what it is. It's a test. Yes, sir. So either I'm going to pass the test or I'm going to fail the test. I don't I'm going gonna to pass the test to honor my grandmama. I'm going to mm-hmm. pass the test to honor this energy that we got going on right That's here. That's good. That's good. Right? Because if I'm all, because everything is a trigger. Yep. Right? Yeah. So... You know, you you ride down the street, boom, 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 they shoot you the finger. If you go and allow that that interaction between you and that 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 person, whatever, whomever it may be, you don't even know them. Right. So I'm gonna give somebody that I don't know more energy than the cat that I love. But mm. miss me. <laughs> Y'all kick rocks on 20, 6 a.m. or p.m., whichever one you want to. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So is is. But the, the point of the, the, the card to me is you get the opportunity to choose the energy that you want around you. Mm. You don't have to uh, succumb to what's, uh, what, what those experiences that, 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 you, that you have. You can become your best self rather than succumbing to being less than your best self. So the objective of life is to become and not succumb. I'm picking that up. I'm picking that up. I like it, man, when it says um, people inspire you or they drain you. Pick them wisely. The first thing that came to mind, who you hang around is who you become, who you run with determines the direction that you run. Mm -hmm. Right? And I always think about people in terms of when I encounter conflict, adversity, opposition, challenges, you know, internal, external, whatever the case may be, um, who you hang around and who you interact with affects and impact how you see those things, right? Like you can think about somebody that got a divorce. When they were going through a rough patch in their marriage, the people they encountered, if you're not careful, they can shape your perspective and perception about what you're dealing with. You could think about something you may be going through with your children, the people that you interact with every single day can shape and impact your perspective and perception mm-hmm. about how you yeah. view that situation. Yeah. And yeah. so who we encounter, who we hang around, who we run with is so important, but we so take it for granted. 
Yeah. Right. When it comes to the grand scheme of life, how we live our lives, how we do things, we just look at it as people. Mm -hmm. Right. Lessons and blessings, stages and phases. But who we hang around is who we become. Yeah. Right. You round nine broke cats. It ain't long before you're going to be the 10. Mm -hmm. Right. You round nine cats that's doing it the right way. It ain't long before you be the 10. Not because there's something special. The ecosystem from which they operate in is something different. different. Yes, sir. If you're around nine cats that get up and work out every single day, you're not going to be able to sleep in. They're going to hit your line, push the line. Bro, where you at? Yeah. We working. So either you're going to fall by the wayside or you're going to get on that energy. Yeah. If you're around cats that's doing financial literacy, around cats that's making it happen, they're going to push the line so much that either you're going to adapt or you're going to fall back and be like, nah, I ain't ready for that yet. And so when it says people inspire you or they drain you, the part that I love about it the most, it says pick them wisely. Yeah. Like you get to pick, Doc. It, it's, it's two, I think it's two points. And, and when I get to talking about one, I may forget the other because my ADHD, <laughs> ADHD. May, may kick in, right? But one, the first one is uh, my cousin, she's, um, she's an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. Like that's, she has an entrepreneur spirit, all of that. And you know me, man, I don't care about none of that. All I want to do is just give me some kids to teach and coach. Yeah. That's all I really care about, right? right. Yet, as, as we talked about earlier, hearing God's echo. Mm -hmm. So we, I'm always around her. She, we always conversing. We always talking. And, we, and a lot of times it's like 11, 12, 1 o'clock at night. Right. And, and so right now, as you were saying about you around people who work out mm -hmm. or people who do some one thing, then you eventually either got to do it or you're going to fall by the wayside. Right. So I told her yesterday, just yesterday, I said, you know what, cuz? I want a slushy machine. Yeah. She went to bust out laughed and all of this. I said, but the reason I want a slushy machine is because you've taught me and talked to me so much about entrepreneurship, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. That... I want a slushy machine so I can rent it out and just see how this thing works. Mm. When I'm not the slushy machine works, but the entrepreneurial thing works. Absolutely. Just being in that environment, being in just being in that space. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, the reason I said a slushy machine because teaching when I was trying to raise funds, you know, fundraising to take kids, young folks to on their field trips and whatnot. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I rented a slushy machine. I slow, sold slushies every day. And that literally paid for us to go to Battlefield State. Play, mm -hmm. Paid for us to go to Florida State and, and rent out the theater and rent out the mm -hmm. go-kart place and, and, and rent out Big rooms time. for the Marriott. Big time. You know Big what I'm time. saying? So I, I, I leveraged that. Big time. So now I was like, oh, okay, I can put those two things together. Okay, let me do it. Mm. Right? Because yeah. that's something I'm passionate about. Yeah. yeah. Sure. But if she would not have been consistent in what she was doing, she wasn't trying to tell me to do it, though. Right on. Yeah. It wasn't like pressure. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like she was trying to make me do something. It was just in that environment. Yeah. So the thing about it is people who drain you, people who inspire you, whatever you decide to, whatever environment you decide to be in. Mm-hmm then that's what is going to manifest in your life. Yes, sir. And the most important, this is the second thing I, I remember. So the most important thing is you make the decision. Mm -hmm. 
of who you want to be around. Yeah. You pick it. You pick it, right? But now, what like we were just talking, sometimes you have situations where things come to you and you you don't have any control over it. Right. Right? You don't have control over what comes to you. I don't have control over a cat flicking me off at the light. I don't have control over I may go home and, you know, my life, my home life situation is not the best. Mm-hmm. I don't have control over I go to work tomorrow and all craziness happens. But what I do have control over is I can draw off of this energy right here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And that's what I want people to understand or, or what I want us to understand is use and and leverage and draw off the energy of those positive spaces so you don't fall victim to those draining spaces. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Be real cognizant of it. That's good. And I love it because the essence of it just speaks to staying cognizant of what you can't control. Yep. Right? And one of the things that you can control is what you extract from environments. But the thing I love about what you said about your cousin and I'm going to jump into this point, is you said um, she's not telling me what to do. Like she wasn't trying to tell me what to do and to do it, right? And uh, I heard something from my boy Mayo, man. I thought it was phenomenal. It was asking him about his players, right? Coach Mayo for the Patriots. And he said, um, I don't want to tell them what to think. I want to teach them how to think. Yes. Right? And I think it's so phenomenal, yeah. man. When you That's learn it, how right to up. do things, That's it, right some up. things are caught, some things are taught. Right. And when you learn how to do things without somebody telling you what to do and you pick it up just from the environments that you're in, I think it's a more genuine and authentic journey and path toward what you're trying to accomplish. You know so so it, and, and when you say authentic, right, that means you can own it. No question. No question. And one of the one of the components of being and living a, a healthy, successful life is being able to own it. Mm. And own it means you own your roses and you own your tish. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. If you can own it, it doesn't matter what it is because now you're able to move through it, get past it, learn from it, grow from it, become better as a result of it. Man, that'll free you. That'll free you, man. Well, you talking now, man. That'll free you, man. Don't start talking about no free in there. That'll free you. Don't start talking about no liberation. that's 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 probably one of the... That's one of the top principles that I try to press home to my children. Whatever you do, whatever you encounter, like whatever the situation, just own it, right? People will respect you more, Mm -hmm. right? Just own it. As your father, as your mother, we can trust you more, right? Despite situation, despite circumstance, if I know this young cat going to own it, right, wrong, or indifferent, we cool, we can ride. You know what I'm saying? I fight for you every day of the week, right? But when I can't trust the character and I don't know what you got going on because you would never own it, now we got a problem. But when you own great moments, not so great moments, at my best, less than my best, you good. You going to be all right. That's a young cat. If I see somebody that owns their actions, their decisions, their choices, whether successful, not successful, I'm going to be like, oh, it ain't going to be long for that cat crushing it. Yeah. Because he's at a level to where a lot of people can't get to. Just that level of owning and embracing, man, it's a level of freedom that comes with that that's hard to explain. 
Yeah. I'm going to tell you this, man. I'm, uh, there was a cat that you know very well. Uh, your principal, your, your, your eighth grade principal, Mr. Gerald Nelson. Mm-hmm. We was in his office. I was in his office. And this was my first year teaching. I'm young. I'm green. Yeah. And one of the things he said, I'll never forget. Mm. He said, uh, he said, Mitchell, sometimes you're going to be less than your best. Yes, sir. And that's all right, too. Mm. So he that's started strong. planting and, and planting the seeds of that it's okay to be less than your mm. best. So what he was really saying it was mm. this thing we call shame. Mm. Mm. We shame ourselves and each other so often. That is one of the com- that is one of the tenets mm. that keeps us from realizing our true greatness. Mm. Mm. See, when you say own it, and you say whether it's good or bad. Yes, indeed. So what you're saying is, you, who you are as a person is not going to be shifted mm. based off of what you do. Yes, sir. But because we're taught, we when I say we, people who look like us, people uh, of African American descent, African descent, mm-hmm. we're probably the only folks who say you ought to be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> Think about it. Have you ever heard anybody, any other group of people say that? Mm. No. We we one of our baseline fundamental tenets of existence is out of shame. Mm. Now that comes from slavery. That Talk comes from, you know, being Talk brought here, being captured, right? All of that. Yeah. That psychological uh paradigm that we exist in. That's the, that's what we call breaking uh the chains of slavery. That's what we call breaking uh or breaking the generational curses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what you're teaching your your young thundercat and young thunder lion is in terms of owning it, what, you, what you're really doing is you, you're removing the notion of shame. Yes, indeed. You still great whether you messed up or you Tell did me. great. Tell whether me. you made the shot or missed the shot. Michael, Kobe, them cats are going to take the shot. It don't matter if they make it or miss it. Mm. Steph going to take the shot. It don't matter whether you make it or miss it. Yes, indeed. That's what makes you great. Yes, indeed. That's the freedom we're talking about. But I'm going to be quiet, man. Yes, get, indeed. Get away from me. I'm going to be quiet. Man. Oh, when you talk to... Um, when you talk to what um, Principal Nelson said to you, right, about sometimes you're going to be less than your best, and that's okay, too. I'll never forget... Um, the first time I cried in front of my son, my daughter, and my wife, mm. right? i never forget that, right? And the reason I'll never forget it is because I was trying to teach something to my children, right? And they interpreted and processed it in the wrong way. And the way they processed what I was trying to teach them it hurt me that they thought that way about what I was trying to drive home and press home to them. And it hurt me so much that it brought tears to my eyes when I was trying to make them understand and explain what I was trying to teach to them. But on the flip side of that, what it did for my relationship with my son, 
what it did for my relationship with my daughter, what it did for my relationship with my wife, it took us to a whole nother level. Dialogue, interaction, I, combo, right? Mm-hmm. In that moment, I would say prior to the tears, I was less than my best from a passion standpoint. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, how could y'all think that I would ever, like I'm your father, man. Like I fight a lion for you, doc. Yeah. I fight a gorilla for you, man. Like if there's anybody in the world that's going to scrap for you, like I'm a scrap for you. How could you ever process it that way? Because that's how society teaches us. Right. Right. I remember, and you, you may not remember, I, and, and this has always stuck with me, something Mama Ruby said to you. Mm-hmm. Remember the last day of school, the eighth grade year, mm-hmm. and she said, that man cried. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember that, yeah. That man cried. Yeah. I cried. He was crying, yeah. Yeah. Because it was a, a culmination of emotions. Mm-hmm. Y'all got on my nerves. I loved y'all <laughs> to death. You know, y'all excited me. I saw your future. All of that. Like, it, it, but I, but for her to make that statement, and for her to be kind of had some type of thought process behind it, some type of emotional process behind it, Absolutely. that lets me know that that's not how we teach. Mm-hmm. We don't teach that people are supposed to be vulnerable. Absolutely. We doggone so don't teach that men are supposed to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Yet, being vulnerable is the most powerful way of making connection with people. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Because when I can show you, because as, as, as your Thundercat, Thunder Lioness wife, mm-hmm. As their leader, you showing them what vulnerability looks like is way more important than the moment of how they received it. Absolutely. Way, it's going to last way longer. That moment going to be fleeting. Mm-hmm. So now what you've done, when you cried in front of your son, and then you explained it to him, mm-hmm. you've created three, four different generations, you dead and gone, of what black men are supposed to look like, yes, be like, act like. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. You can't beat that with a stick. You can whip it all day, but you can't beat it. <laughs> you can't beat it. No doubt. No doubt. It's like, like I love when you talk to vulnerability, man. I believe vulnerability brings, brings a level of psychological safety, you know, to where when people can speak to you, talk to you. And it's crazy, Oak, because like, I was talking, I was trying to articulate and explain something. And when the tears came, it just came naturally. I couldn't stop it. Now, in a normal instance, I would try to prevent it. I might would have walked off, got myself together, double back. But we in the moment now, right? As a family, we all in the moment. And when it happened, when the tears came, I could literally see something shift in them. Mm -hmm. I could literally see something shift in my children. I could literally see something shift in my wife. And my wife been knowing me since 10 years old, right? And it was almost like, oh, it's another layer to the onion. I've never seen my father cry. 
I've never seen any man in my household that I grew up in cry, right? The first man I probably ever seen cry was eighth grade, like when I saw you. And my, and my mom was like, man, this dude really care about y'all. Like he crying at y'all, grab, ain't he cry? Like this dude really care. And from that point moving forward, you could call my mom and say, mama, I'm coming to get ink. She would never resist, right? Because of the level of vulnerability and transparency and the level of love and care that she knew you had for us as children, right? That she trusted you. And so, man, I think vulnerability, transparency provides a level of psychological safety that you can't get with words like that, right? When you show it with emotions. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But man, I read some oak. I was like, ooh, that thing's strong. Then I went and looked for the video and I saw him say it. That boy Kenny Smith said, champions do daily what everyone else does occasionally. Mm. Champions do daily what everyone else does occasionally. Kenny Smith, man, come on, I'm picking that up. Talk shout about out, it, oh. Shout out, shout out, NBA TV. Yeah, do with, daily uh, what everybody else does occasionally. occasionally. Um, mm. I, I... The way I articulate that and the way I articulate that to young folks is do um, do a thing when no one else is doing it. Yes, indeed. Right? And, and so when you make it a habit to be great, when you make it a habit to practice, when you make it a habit to prepare, when you make it a habit to show compassion, mm-hmm. you say, we're not, we, I'm not caring about no basketball, no football. We ain't talking about that. Right on. Right? When you make it a habit to love, when you make it a habit to care about folks, to check on folks, right? See, some people... <laughs> I run top of their head. You run top of their head, he finna go in the bag. Look no, at him. Right? I'm just saying, like, 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 for real, like an example, right? Uh, 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 I know she's gonna get mad at me, but anyway. Like my wife, we we just lost our mother mm-hmm. a few few months ago. Um, not lost, she transitioned, right on, and she's still here in our hearts. Yet, what I said to her when when it happened, and we were riding down the road, I said, "I'm gonna be here um, when all of this is over." And what I what, how that relates to what what Kenneth Smith said is the habit of are you going to be a good person even when it's not cool to be a good person? Mm. Are you going to be a good person even when you're mad? Mm. Are you going to be yeah. Uh, yeah. empathetic? Yeah. Are you going to be show compassion even yeah. when you upset? Yeah. Right? Can I, I as, as Dr. King, like, even when you slap me in the face, can I still be a good person? Mm. Is that not what Jesus was talking about? Mm. Shannon Sharp said, that, that's in the Bible, I ain't in there. <laughs> <laughs> that was Unk said, hey, that was Unk, that was Shay right. Shay said, but, but, I ain't but in there. The, but that's the prayer. I'm joking now, don't y'all, <laughs> hey, don't y'all be in our comments to my ink, you talking about the Bible, I'm joking. Right, but that's that's the press though. The press is simply, can you be a good person even when you don't feel like it? Right? So. So as Kenny said, what Kenny say? Say it again. Champions do daily what everyone else right. does occasionally. Can you be a good person? Can you show compassion? Can you show empathy? Can can you do what it is your grandmama taught you mm. daily? Yes, sir. Instead yes, sir. of when it's convenient. Mm. See, mm. it's convenient to come and say, oh, 
you know, I know you lost your folk, you know, your mom or whatever, whatever. They're going to rub you on, blah, blah, blah. I'm here for you, blah, blah, blah. But are you going to be there two months later? Mm. Are you going to come check on three months later? See, that's what you're doing daily. That means that's the type of person that you are. Mm. Those are the habits that you gain. That's, that's you following the teachings. Picking it up. So that's how I receive, receive what Kenny was saying. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I love it, Oak. I love it. Champions do daily what everybody else does occasionally, yeah. right? And I love the fact that you, I was writing down when you said, are you going to be a good person even when you don't feel like it, right? I read a quote once that said, what's, what's important is what's to be said, but what's even more important is what's left unsaid at the most tempting moment, right? What's important- Take, 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 take the microphone off me. <laughs> Say it, take the microphone off me. Right. I, I'm yeah, man. Yeah. What's important is what's to be said, but what's even more important is what's left unsaid at the most tempting moment. Hey, right. Hey, hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah. What the old folks say? If huh? you ain't got nothing good to say, don't say nothing at all. Don't say nothing at all. At all. At all. At all. Yeah. And that's most. That's most important. I always tell people this, and, and we, um, we're going to go back to it. I always tell people this. If you went to college, and especially from, from our you know, race, right, and, and given our experience, getting off the slave ships, da-da-da-da-da, whatever, going to school, they sent us to school to articulate what they already knew. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's, that's our job. Yeah. You, and then not school, necessarily college, but I'm saying you go out and learn the things from and whatever. But all that means is if you ain't got nothing good to say about somebody, don't say nothing, don't at, say all. nothing at all. Don't say nothing at all. <laughs> I love it, man. But how powerful that is. See, they, the thing is, they were not able to articulate the rest of it or, or extrapolate, if mm -hmm. you will, what that really means and how powerful that is. Yeah. Yeah. I love it, bro. I um I said something this summer. I was presenting the teams and I said, um, a champion is built on the other side if I don't feel like it, right? Can Smith say champions do daily what everybody else does occasionally? And the cats say, um, hey man, break down that champion built. You know, when they don't feel like it, this, that, and the third. I say, yeah, man. I say, you know, because the, the beautiful part about life is in whatever we do and whatever we seek to accomplish and whatever we pursue. If you got two competitors, when they first start something, a winner and a loser has the exact same goal when they first started. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But somewhere along the journey, the process, something is going to happen that's going to test your level of desire. It's going to test your level of passion going to test your words and see how bad you really want what it is that you say you want. And, and it's going to test your preparation. And it's going to test your preparation. Absolutely. Every time. It's going to test the backstory. And it's like on the days when you don't feel like it, like you said, are you going to be a good person when you don't feel like it? Because somewhere along the journey, we're all not going to feel like it. And it's in those moments that character is shown. Yeah. Right? That's why MLK's quote, my favorite quote in the world. You judge the true character and caliber of a person, not by where they stand in times of comfort and convenience. You judge true character and caliber of a person by where they stand in times of challenge and controversy. Yes, sir. I.e., in moments when things don't go right, 
in moments when they don't feel like it, in moments when things don't play out the way they want it to play out. Who are you then? What do you do every single day that people do occasionally, right? Because a lot of people got talent, a lot of people got skill, a lot of people got gifts, a lot of people got that. But what happens is oftentimes they're so talented, so gifted that their talents, their gifts, and their skill sets ascends them to a place that their character can't sustain them. Because my character is what I do daily. My reputation is what I do occasionally. Mm-hmm. Man, y'all better right, stop bro, playing, that, man. That better pick that up, man. Pick that up, Pick it up. Because, hey, I got, I got personal testimony to that. Mm. My character was not at a place to where my talent and skill took me. Mm. Break that down. Oh, talk about it. Because uh, I I was uh, and 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 I said this morning before I, I came here for us to do this thing, man. I'm just being yeah. real and transparent, right? I said I'm I'm this season, this year, whatever. Y'all gonna y'all gonna get oh, and I, if you want it, you want it. If you don't, you can, you can turn off your computer, whatever. But uh, <laughs> that's your business. <laughs> but I wanted to be a principal. So bad. I, and, and I didn't even know why I wanted to. Outside of just, okay, this is a natural progression of things, right? In, ed, in education. But I wasn't ready to be a principal character-wise. Mm. So my talent, my preparation, or my ability um, got me to the job of being a principal. Mm. Yet... Once I became a principal, situation and circumstance happened, and my my lack of character took over. I made some decisions and did some things that required me to resign. Mm. And it's been you know over ten years now, and I'm I've, I may be able to see it fully. That when you say that, every time you say that, that's every, that I think about. My talent got me to a place, but my character wasn't able to keep me there. Mm. That's good. That's good. I appreciate you sharing that. And That's so good. I think as a result, you know, of course, as a result, it being a reflective person, you you get better, you learn better, you do better. And but at the same time, on on the other hand, you always, you know, you always gonna have times when you are less than your best. Mm. And I know we're kind of talking kind of a little bit esoterically. Right. right. Just for the sake of, you know, we ain't going down nobody's rabbit hole. This ain't Shannon and, and Cat Williams. <laughs> but I think people get the gist of it. I hope people can get the gist of it that, you know, if you think back on your life and when sometimes where it didn't go the way in which you wanted to go, mm-hmm. you got to always look back and say, in terms of the me issue, that was me. Yeah. The most important thing a man or woman can do is understand that everything in life is a you issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything in life is a you issue. Mm-hmm. There's no nobody, no one owes you anything. You earn it if you earn it. If if you earn it and still didn't get it, right? The dim issue who who was supposed to give it to you, that's a dim issue. The you issue is how you going to respond to not getting it. Man, I'm supposed to get paid. I done did all this, that, and the other, right? Yeah. I'm supposed to. 
Yeah, you're right. You're supposed to get paid. But how you respond to it, that's a you issue. Mm. Everything is a you issue. Yeah. Everything in life is a you issue. I love that. You know, like, what that makes me think about, oh, whenever, like, even, like, the first time you told me that about, you know, being a you issue, I love it. I love the, the foundation of where it comes from. It made me think about, um, in the book, Obstacle is the Way, Ryan Holiday says, most challenges, opposition, adversity that we encounter are internal. Even though on the surface, it looks to be external. Because when you come up against something, whether it be a person, situation, or circumstance, in perception, our perspective will go to a space and place that is external. When the course and the path to victory is internal, meaning we possess everything we need in order to be victorious over the things that we encounter. But we look at problems, situations, circumstances, adversities as something to be external, when really it's something that's internal because we possess everything we already need in order to get through it, i.e., you issue, right? When you first brought that up, I'm like, man, I love that. But it's all based upon perception and perspective, right? Like perception, I wrote this down. Oh, perception is how we see and understand what occurs around us and what we decide these events will mean. Perception, how we see and understand what occurs around us and what we decide these events will mean. Our perceptions can be a source of strength or great weakness. Thanks. Our perception can be a source of strength or great weakness. Read, read that again. Perception is how we see and understand what occurs around us and what we decide these events will mean. Okay, stop. Yeah. This last part. And what we decide these right events will mean. That is your perspective. Mm, talk about it. That's the talk difference between perspective and perception. Perception is external. Perspective is internal. Mm. Meaning when how you decide th- how this thing is going to go. Yes, sir. Is way more powerful, way more liberating, way more freeing than the external aspect of the definition. So external is perception. Mm-hmm. Internal is perspective. I love it. Lean on the internal. Lean on your perspective. Mm. Because everybody got a everybody got a perception. Yeah. The notion of perception is reality. That's mm-hmm. why I said that 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 thing right there overcooked my grits every time. <laughs> oh, so when they say perception is reality, right? Yeah, overcooking my grits, man. I want my grits nice and creamy mm. with eggs. You don't overcook my grits, man. Mm. Go into that, though. Like, because people, people often like live by that and say that. Like every week. Right. Perception is reality. Okay, right? so but so, go into that, though. So That's what, what people so say. So then you are the mule and somebody else is is behind the mule. Mm. Plowing the field. Mm. You the slave. Mm. You the slave to uh, society. Mm. You the slave to what the world says. Yeah. You the slave to Instagram. Yeah. You the slave to Facebook. Mm. All of that stuff is perception. Perception. No. Your perspective is how you've taken all of your external stimuli. Mm-hmm. Process it, thought about it, formulated it, and made it your mm. perspective. Yeah. So now you the king of the jungle. Mm. You the king of your own jungle. 
I'm gonna be quiet, man. I'm gonna be quiet. Which I'm picking it up, doc. I'm picking it up. Setbacks or problems. Setbacks or problems are expected but not permanent. It's to be expected to encounter setbacks and problems, but not just only embrace them, figuring out a way to use them. Mm-hmm. A cat, a cat was talking to me about uh, something that happened on a personal level during a Q and A. I was telling you about yeah. before we started, and it was deep, man. It was deep, and I appreciated him sharing it. And he was like, "How do you think?" in the midst of something tough, something challenging, that's affecting somebody that you love, or even if it starts to bleed over and affect you. I said, naturally, if it's somebody you love and they go through something tough, it's gonna affect you because it's somebody you love. I said, now, the way I've always processed things was when things used to happen to me in the past, my mindset would always go to a space and place if I didn't self-inflict and it just showed up. My, my mindset would always be, what is this, right? Like, how did this happen, mm-hmm. right? I'm trying to understand it. Like, what is this, man? Like, how did I encounter this? Why am I going through this? And I said, when I got to the space and place to where it was just, man, listen, survive it. And what survive it was to me, bring everything you got to this moment, to this situation today. Great attitude, great perspective, being positive, speak right about, it. like bring all of that and just survive it. Day by day, moment by moment, place by place, situation by situation. I said, now, when you get to a place of peace, your disposition right, attitude good, got peace about it, then you can go back and dissect the puzzle and try to understand it, if you will. I said, but when something just came up on your plate that you didn't bring about, if you try to understand it, I said, bro, I'm going to just be real with you. Some things you go through, bro, it ain't a Bible verse for it. Like, you can't call your mama and be like Habakkuk 2-2 or Philippians 3. You're going to go through something like that that's so real in life to where can't nobody give you a scripture for it. Mm -hmm. You just got to survive it, right? Then when you get to a place of peace, cool. You go back, you can dissect it if you will, but man, survive the moment. So when you get to a place of understanding and a place of peace, you can embrace it, figure out how to use it, share a little bit with your brother or your sister, and you can move forward. But everything that's placed in our path it's not for us to try to understand in the moment. Right. I firmly you're, believe you're, that. You're correct. Absolutely correct. Because when you try to understand it in the moment, bro, that thing could do something dirty to you. Right. Especially if, you, if you're not successful in being able to understand it. Absolutely. What did Kenneth Smith say now? Champions do daily what everybody else do occasionally. So, what you do daily, what do you do daily? Let's think about it. What do you do daily, right? Yeah. You eat. Mm-hmm. You drink, right? You go to the restroom. Mm-hmm. You maybe drive your car or go to catch the bus. Like, you do daily things. Right. So, the mindset has to be, I'm going to do what I do mm-hmm. regardless of what happens, whatever those exterior things that may go on. Right. So there's nothing that's a setback. Mm. 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 There's nothing that's a challenge. Mm. Mm. I ain't got not one knee that's working right now. So mm. every time I take a step, it hurts. Mm. Right? Sure. So I could look at it as it's a challenge to walk. Yeah. 
Or I can look at it as, I got to walk. I got to get from here to there. So there is no setback. Mm. There is no challenge. Mm. There is no such. Those are figments of our imagination, eh? Bruce Lee. Whatever it is that you do every day, yeah. that's it. Yeah. There's no value to it. There's no, oh, this is great. This is easy. Oh, this is hard. This is challenging. No, this is just what I do. Right. That's a mindset. If you practice and get to that mindset, and we teach our young folks to get to the mindset of whatever it is that you do every day, then you would never have challenges. You would never have setbacks. You would never have difficulties. Because mm. this is what I do. Yes, so. Because it's not me against you. It's not me against this uh, situation in life. Mm. It's just me. Mm. Adam, if, if, if you believe in, you know, using the Bible sense, right? It was Adam. Okay, then you brought Eve, right? So now people look at it as Adam and Eve type deal. No, it was, always, it was always Adam and it was always be Adam. Mm. It was always Eve and it will always be Eve. It was always Campbell, Ka- uh, and Cain Abel. and it was always always be Abel. Yeah. Yes, sir. It's always Daniel versus Daniel, not Daniel in the lion's den. Mm. 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 It's us David versus, us. versus David, not David versus Goliath. Us versus us. Yes. That's it. You versus you. Yep. All right, man. Let's land this plane, bro, with something that I want to get your perspective on that I think would uh, resonate with a lot of people, man. Um, how would you advise um, an individual to turn weaknesses into strengths? Hey, embrace them. Lean into them wholeheartedly. Yeah. remove or try to remove or think about what people are going to think about uh, in terms of the result of that weakness, right? So I, I would simply, as we talked about, if you lean into vulnerability, mm-hmm. then you don't ever have no weaknesses. Elaborate. If I'm able to announce and able to walk in uh, my own truth, mm-hmm. then again, weakness is another figment of your imagination. Mm. Like it's not weakness. Mm. Only the only time it's weakness is if there's a desired goal. Yeah. Right. So you're saying weakness versus your strength to get you to where you said you want to do, where you want to go. So, of course, you got the strategies. That's Google, man. We can Google that. (laughs) Right? In fact, where we are now, you can AI that. Yeah. Chat GPT. Yeah, you can do whatever. It's chat GPT? Yeah, whatever it is. You see what I'm saying? So, that's, that's, again, external and society telling you that it's a weakness. You got to first realize that it's not a weakness. Mm. It's just where I am right now, and I decided that I want to shift and change where I am right now. 
like it. So you see the language that I'm trying to incorporate here? I'm picking it up. So you change the language, first and foremost. And then secondly, you change your heart. Yeah. Like in As, most people don't even know that's the name of the song, Stephen Wonder. They yeah. think it's always. Change your words into truth and then change those truth into love. Mm. That's good. Right? So then you change the words into truth. It's not a weakness. The truth is, I'm just going through it. Mm. And then the love part of it is, I'm going to embrace it. Yeah. I got you. Change your words into truth. Then change that truth into love. Mm. I love it. Um, transforming weaknesses into strengths. Yep. What can impede us can empower us, mm-hmm. right? Based upon perspective, perception, and the way we use it. And so I've always looked at turning weaknesses into strengths as something that, first and foremost, man, you can't be afraid to grow, right? I think as people, we get caught in these little pockets of comfort, and it could be a beautiful space and place. But at a certain point, the advantage always becomes a disadvantage. One of the things we used to always talk about, you know, when we were younger, you would say, always challenge and reevaluate what you think you know to be true. It's certain stages and phases in our lives to where things serve us well, right? But you always get to a point to where the information, the knowledge base that you once operated by the operating system is outdated, right? They come out with new iPhones every year, different software. They look the same, Mm -hmm. but the software is slightly different. And so when we talk to turning weaknesses into strengths, first and foremost, you have to challenge your belief system. You have to challenge the thing that you always known. You have to challenge the environments. You have to challenge the people that surround you just based on the premise of I'm trying to grow. Yes. Right. Fighting complacency. I'm trying to grow. That's the first step. Right. In turning weaknesses into strengths. But also, man, understanding what impedes you can empower you with the right perspective and the right perception about what you're dealing with and what you're trying to turn into a strength from a weakness. So, and and with that, I would say the objective of life is to learn. Yes, sir. Unlearn and then relearn. Relearn. Absolutely. That's it. Absolutely. Learn, unlearn, relearn. Learn, unlearn, relearn. We out of here, man. We appreciate your time, appreciate your ear, appreciate your support. Peace. Peace.